0: Welcome to the Sleon Productions podcast, where we interview influencers, authors, speakers, small business owners, anyone that brings value to this world. And today we have Adelaide Freeman. She is the founder of Twilio Brand Influencers, a brand agency in Asheville, Tennessee. Adelaide, welcome to the Sleon Productions podcast.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Okay, I have to say. I get this all the time. No, I am not part of Twillow, the huge tech company. out. I'm not the founder of Twillow, uh, the huge tech company out in, the, in San Francisco. i It's too funny. I get that all the time. I'll be at a networking event and I'll say I'm the founder of Twillow and people just like are floored. I mean, they think I'm, they're like, that's a, that's a multi-billion dollar company. That's incredible. And you founded it. And then every now and then I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I found it. And I'll just go with it, you know, for a little ego stroke or something. And then eventually I tell them, no, actually whole different industry, influencer marketing, a team of three and not, not a, a billion dollar company yet.
0: Yeah. So uh, Twilio, I actually know about Twilio, but Twilio is a brand agency. Uh, Can you tell us how you started uh, this company?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I was in I was in New York City about six years ago and was in the fashion design industry. So I was actually an evening wear designer and ended up, um, it was just a straight obsession, I'm going to be the first to admit. I wanted to be the next uh, Marc Jacobs, uh, female Marc Jacobs, obviously, and I, I was obsessed uh, working just brutal, brutal hours. While I was there, ended up meeting um, a friend of mine, uh, ended up meeting a girl that was in our sister company in sales. She and I Uh, had a brutal boss. We both had, you know, the devil wears parada type of boss. I mean, just absolutely nuts. She and I ended up actually getting fired two weeks apart. And it was my first job that I had ever been fired or let go from. And misery loves company, right? So we ended up bonding over the fact that our boss was truly the devil. And now we had all this free time. Now, the reason that I share that is because, first off, you know, God is so good. And he always brings, I mean, he always has the final say, right? So he brings good out of incredibly challenging situations and moments. Little did I know that he was redirecting my path. And so I had all this free time. And she was actually an influencer on the side. So she ended up exposing me kind of to or she was one that introduced me to the world of influencer marketing. And so because I had all this time, I started to go to all these events with her. And I am a natural, I'm 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 a, I'm a connector. I'm a middle child, right? I've been wired to connect two different parties to each other. So as I'm going to all these events and I'm meeting all these different uh, brand managers and marketing managers, getting their contacts, creating these personal relationships, then over time, I also started meeting her influencer friends and in her circle and then Long story short, that's how Twillow began. The connection
0: happened. So the connection th-
1: happened.
0: The connection happened. So you were telling me before the show uh, you're originally from Tennessee and you moved to New York. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about that.
1: Well, I like to say that uh, and, and, and I, I who, who really knows, you know, um, but I like to say that I can beautifully speak both languages. Now, uh, I can beautifully assimilate into the Southern culture and I can give you Southern BS and small talk you to death, or I can go to New York. I can be in the Northeast, be in New York, get straight to the point and, and pick up my pace and completely leave my Southern BS behind. So, you know, that it, it, but it is, it's definitely, it's a transition. It really is. Um, and, and the the two worlds are, are different, but it was, um, I, I learned so much valuable, uh, just, I learned, I learned people. I, that's what I would say that to be able to transition from Southern to Northeastern culture, I learned people and I know how to crack people. <laughs> I know how they think now. I know how to speak their language. That's what I would say.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I know, uh, uh, going to, uh, I guess, slow, slow to medium pace. Let me just stay positive about Tennessee, uh, to a, a faster pace in New York, it's quite something. Um, so your agency does a lot of influencing. I know a lot today today's influencer. Uh, it's, it's it's just a uh, huge influencer market. Like, uh, for, uh, for example, if you heard about this guy named Dave Portnoy from uh, up in, uh, uh, he runs a sports website called Harstool uh, Sports. And he does his pizza reviews, right, online. And he, uh, for every, almost every video he has, he has a commercial. And and and, and, and these commercials usually come out on, you know, regular television. Uh, but now they're coming out in, like, you know, through um, internet videos. So tell us a bit about, like, the whole um, influencer world. Is it bigger than we think?
1: I love that question. Oh, wow. How do I even answer that? Let me ask you this. How much time do I have, right? Because I could either give you the two-minute version or the two-hour version. That's such a loaded question. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Um, Influencer marketing, is it bigger than we think? Yes, that's the short answer. It's much bigger than we think because the cool thing is that, believe it or not, influencer marketing has always been around if you think about it. It's it's nothing new under the sun. We end up using a product and then we have this incredible experience with the product and we we go next door, we tell our neighbors, oh, you've got to use this new cleaner. It gets stains off the couches. I you you gotta try it out. Here, go go to my friend down, you know, down the road, he'll give you a discount. So that's 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 influencer marketing in a nutshell. It's it's just it's it's just peer-to-peer reviewing, right? And and but instead of knocking on, on your neighbor's door to tell them how incredible this product is, you just get on TikTok and create a dance. Or and or probably not a dance, but you get on you get on Instagram and, and you and you'd share a short video or a story, um, just you know, sharing with your community that, uh, you know, the benefit of these products or these brands that you really believe in. And the beauty is, is that it's been, influencer marketing has been around for for so long, but finally now we're starting to like really realize, wow, there is a lot of money behind this industry. And and so companies are jumping on board and influencer agencies are popping up, uh, you know, left and right to, to kind of capitalize on this wave.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's something that I've seen it. You know, left and right, right now, like uh, all these companies are putting their money not just in television, but they might be skipping television, just going straight, hey, to your to the best Instagrammer that has like a like a million followers or a million likes, whatever it is. Uh, so it's quite it's quite something the phenomenon of advertising and marketing. Um, so what type of criteria or like what type of clients do you usually take? Uh, do they have to be like having like a hundred thousand uh, people that follow their account or is it could be someone that, Hey, I, I only have a hundred, but you can help me out to boost it up a bit.
1: Okay. So I'm so glad you asked that. That's a great question. I strategically only work with micro influencers. So influencers between the following size on Instagram of 5,000, all the way up to about that 50 K mark. The reason for that, I won't, I actually don't work with influencers with higher followings than that. And the reason for that is because micro-influencers, there's so many benefits. They have targeted niche audiences and they, they really spend time developing trust with their audiences. Now, the reason that I share that is because a lot of the companies and the brands that I'm working for, so those are my clients, the companies and the brands, they are looking for to they're looking to get in front of very niche audiences themselves. For instance, I don't necessarily work with a Pepsi or a Red Bull that would pertain to a wide audience, but I work with um, could be postpartum baby products, right? Postpartum baby, excuse me, postpartum products, right? These type of products are not for everyone. It's only for mothers that have just had newborns. And so that's a very niche audience. Um, another product could be a gaming chair, a gaming chair for, um, you know, teenage guys, teenage girls that are, that are big into gaming and video gaming, right? Like that doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, per, that's, not, that's not casting a wide net, but that's a very niche audience. And so when, my, when my, um, a potential client, a prospect comes to me and says, hey, Adelaide, we're looking to get in front of a certain type of audience, and then I say, well, that's perfect. I'm gonna partner you up with a micro influencer because other of those of their audience members are very similar of similar aesthetic I mean excuse me similar uh, demographic and sociographic of the the micro influencer
0: yeah, and that's something that I've been seeing a lot pop up. um I work with clients uh, like you were saying like the post uh postmortem a postmortem uh, or 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 a uh, toddlers you know trying to sell you know pacific products you see so much like niche products left and right could be gaming it can be you know products from baby and and and, uh, to be honest uh you can see a lot of them from pinterest i see a lot of those type of like niche stuff that really pop up um which industry you that you've worked with uh, uh as your clients you never thought you would but you were surprised this niche existed
1: oh i love these questions you're good that's good um I would say I was not expecting to go down this route, but now I would like to con- I consider myself an expert in the the mom influencing space. So when the mom, any type of any type of product or service where a mom would purchase, be the final purchaser, have the buying power, that's the type of companies and clients that I work with.
0: That's quite something. yeah. Uh, you know like I, I mean, because I've seen a lot of different stuff uh these past couple of months especially myself cuz I work I, I, because my work is in in uh web development and I don't I I I, I kind of dabble with marketing here and there but you know there's some stuff that you just never heard of and that could happen uh you know to to any client out there so um there's been a lot of algorithm changes and and for like um oh, yeah. influencers um, I experienced it myself. I think everyone has, um, what are you doing to go around it? Or, Hey, you just got to, you know, go and pay for those boosts, uh, for everyone to see your ads. I mean, to, 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 to see your post.
1: Oh, it's a world. It's a, it's a rough, rough world out there when it comes to the algorithm. Right. Cause we're, I, I jokingly say this, but there's a lot of truth in it. We're all at the mercy of Instagram's algorithm, right? We think we can, you know, this is, this is what makes me laugh. And I'm sure that sure you're gonna have, you know, comments in the comment box being like, I don't agree Adelaide with what you're saying, but this is my theory. Everyone says that they're always trying to crack the code on the algorithm, but unfortunately it's always changing. And, and I think Instagram knows that, right? I mean, they, they, they do that strategically, right? They're always trying to change it so that, that we can't crack the code. My suggestion is, I do have suggestions in, in order to like get, get on top of it. I have so many suggestions. The first is, is that there are different types of platforms out there that you can subscribe to that will give you a full in-depth report of your audience, your audience interest, the health of your audience. It'll actually score your audience zero to a hundred. And it will also tell you, you know, what type of content you need to be posting, promoting, and it'll tell you the time of day. It'll tell you, you know, the it also give you like strategic advice on on the different types of uh, social platforms to cross promote and so forth. Now, the reason I share all this is because there's so much information out there for influencers or content creators to be that you know the more information that they have and that they're strengthening their audiences. When I mean when I mean strengthen their audiences, I mean increasing their engagement, because Instagram takes note of that. So with strong audience engagement, you know, promoting posting the right type of content at the right type of day at the right type of the week, the more information you can know, then the, the algorithm will end up rewarding you. And it'll it'll show to a much, much higher percentage of your audience.
0: Yes, I've noticed that with scheduling. Um, I've seen some tools out there that tells you post on Thursday at 8.59 in the morning and that will work.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, well, I mean, I, I kind of, I don't know if I fully agree with, you know, that, but I do know that there is certain types of the, you know, each influencer has certain different types of the week that their audience is more engaged. So absolutely post during that. I mean, another thing as well is that, um, you know, Instagram really wants you to use all their features, so be use be doing the reels, be doing the, the, um, be doing the sticker, you know, utilize the stickers, utilize the sticker links, do your stories, do, um, add music, add music, right. Right. Add music, to <laughs> the remix reels. Like, so the, so if you can use all of their features and post it a certain type of day <laughs> and a certain type of week with the right type of content that your audience really cares about, and you have strong audience engagement then the algorithm will will be in your favor so as you can tell lots of different factors that go into play but so it can be confusing but also that's what makes it fun right
0: yeah uh have you ever heard of gary v of course <laughs> well he I I, 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 I I used to used to watch his videos all the time and i always he- um I heard him say yeah uh uh Pretty much exactly what you said. If there's a new like video format there, they're just uh, promoting like reels or story posted because they'll push you up in the algorithm. And that does work, you know? And I'm trying to think like, what's the, what's, you know, what is the future of video? Like we've done everything from stories to reels. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll come up with some type of micro, micro video uh, platform.
1: Well, rumor has it. And this is purely rumor, so you know don't don't take what I say as as truth here or you know as the Bible. But Instagram eventually will get to the point where they're phasing out static posts and it's only going to be video. I bet. Have you heard that as well? So it's like we're yeah. all going to be forced to be talking on our phones like this with like non nonstop <laughs> video. Yeah, um, they
0: want to become like TikTok, but Instagram, how they started was just pure image posts, you know, and like photography, but now it's kind of kind of done a whole 180 turn
1: well and my theory on that is because we're also going to be losing TikTok pretty soon and yeah. so we're going to lose TikTok here in the u.s and then instagram is really going to kind of step its game up when it comes to video um you know being that sole video platform not sole video platform because youtube is always the, the king there but right. but one of you know um up there because now youtube has uh, YouTube shorts. Are you familiar with that? Like short? Yes. I've been
0: using that a lot lately and they definitely put, I mean, I, I for sure see more views that than regular YouTube.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. They push that those posts up way more now lately.
1: Okay. I hope your audience has taken note of that. that, (laughs) That's bold right there. I hope y'all have your pen and paper out. That's good. That's good.
0: So uh, you mentioned Instagram. Um, what platforms do you um, have you been using the most? You could say Instagram, because I know Instagram is in that middle ground for a lot of these platforms. I know there's LinkedIn, of course, TikTok, which I think is going to be limited uh, um, um, very soon, probably. So I, I, I wouldn't rely on that. But what other platforms do you like to use?
1: It, it was it was um, at one time it was Instagram and TikTok. And now it's absolutely TikTok is phasing out and it's more Instagram and YouTube. And then we'll do we'll do Facebook here and there, but not as much on Facebook is more um, my clients utilize Facebook for their Facebook groups. So we get influencers to tap into different um, Facebook groups in order to, to stir up conversation around, you know, engagement around products and brands and so forth. So.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense with groups on Facebook. Because um, if you have like a page and you post video, I don't see much engagement. I don't meet too many people that watch Facebook Watch, which is like their YouTube for really Facebook. Don't. Uh, I I mean I, I like I, like all I know is like one guy that watches it, but I never watch it. I don't think you watch it, but I think I think when it comes to groups, that's uh, very smart. Because I am because I actually started uh, to go into these Facebook groups this past year or two, and I love it. Good content. Obviously uh, you, you got to wait on the, the um, on like some type of like uh notification from Facebook to let you know there's a new post, but yeah, you're right. Groups is probably like the most effective way there.
1: Truly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Get, get those influencers to jump into groups and, and promote on your behalf if you have a product or, or a service. So
0: Absolutely. Cool. Adelaide. Awesome. So what is the best way? uh, Maybe this could be your pitch uh, to people out there that might be listening. Hey, I got a good, you know, good amount of followers. I want to take it to the next level. What would you tell them? And what is the best way to reach you?
1: Okay, here's my secret. Jump on these platforms. Because what I say is the goal should be not, platforms as in the audience reports that I was sharing earlier the goal should be not to grow your following but it should be to grow your engagement and then your following will come so first focus on your engagement first focus on creating a really strong audience a strong community where you have those strong personal relationships and then eventually what will happen is absolutely as your engagement grows then your following size will grow too but the way to increase your engagement is one 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 top way is by utilizing this platform i'll even share i'm more than happy to share hype auditor is gold hype auditor uh will 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 run these influencer audience reports for any type of content creator that's interested um with a with a subscription and it's sometimes I mean, it can be eight to 10 pages long. And also it um, will give more data and analytics that Instagram doesn't even offer. So offer to their business. So that's what I would suggest to, to, to re, um, to recap, focus on engagement first. Don't focus on following following will come. And then the way to really increase your engagement is tap into some key platforms, um, some incredible resources like hype auditor and, um, It'll give you great insights on the right type of content, and also give you insights onto how to really increase your engagement and and just basically the health of your audience.
0: Yeah, the engagement is become a big issue. Not amount of followers, and you know, if you get like a million likes, I think that's way uh, way gold. Uh, random question: What is your favorite type of videos to watch on Instagram or YouTube? You know, some people uh, could say you know animals or you know pet dogs or or uh or like weird stuff like uh i don't even want to say it but what is your favorite type of videos to watch on the internet
1: i have a th- th- okay i mean i got some i i there's this is weird this is just flat out weird um but i
0: it's going to be i mean i, I like feel to watch birds
1: yeah, I feel and like
0: alligators <laughs> i'm a nature guy so okay. i watch an instagram some you know alligator trainer trying to you know, feed an alligator. Well, try to feed 10 alligators right in the middle. I love seeing that.
1: Well, I will say I got, I got weird, weird stuff on both, but, um, on both YouTube and Instagram, I'll start with YouTube. The weird thing I like to watch is, um, uh, just, uh, jellyfish attacks.
0: I never seen those.
1: (laughs) Like especially, I I, it it is so fascinating. But these jellyfish are just like massive, huge, huge jellyfish, and they will like full on a on attack the fish. And these fishermen obviously are trying to get the fish, but then they have to fight off the jellyfish. It's wildly fascinating. Um, So, and this was this was happening in Japan. So I would.
0: Makes sense.
1: I, I makes sense. So I, I've I,
0: not seen that in, in, in the Atlantic or here in Florida. Yeah, I was
1: about to say, you probably won't see that, I, especially, <laughs> especially like Gulf Shores or, or in Alabama or Florida or something. You won't see that. So that's some weird stuff I like to watch on YouTube every now and then. The funny thing, though, is that I'll only watch it when um, when I need to kill time, right? Um. So now on Instagram, I love to watch, and I have to be careful saying this, but I love to watch do you know uh you know what you know what Christianese language is? You know what that type of person is that only speaks Christianese?
0: Yes, I do actually. I I grew up in a Christian home all my life, so that definitely is so you something get it. that I know what what it is. So
1: okay, I love to watch comedians that make fun of those that only speak Christianese, and the reason is because you know, let's just be real at the end of the day. D- do we really have to, you know? Uh, slap a smile in a a Bible verse on everything? Like, can't we just be real humans and say, hey, today was a really tough day and, you know, I'm really struggling. Uh, Or do we really just have to say, you know, slap a Bible verse on and say, just be happy and move on because that's the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes, it's true. The joy of the Lord is our strength, but also we also have real emotions and we're real people at the same time too. So I enjoy watching comedians make fun of those that only speak Christianese.
0: You probably are familiar with uh, John Christ?
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's one of my favorites. Uh, very, I mean, very brilliant guy. The guy who's talented, um,
1: brilliant writer. And also yeah. there's a lot of real of what he's joking about. Like True. there's a lot of like, Oh, he might make fun and joke but there's a lot of truth. I mean, some people are like guilty as charge about what he makes fun of. So that's why it's even, even, he's even funnier to watch because there's a bit of truth. So, oh man. So that's on Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's in- interesting. Uh, wow. Uh, two are different. Um, and
1: Jellyfish in Japan versus Christian. I will
0: check that out and
1: first, christians in the south <laughs> yeah
0: and probably our phones are listening so i'll probably get that video pop up tonight on my
1: instagram I, I pro- oh wait which one which one the jellyfish and the- yeah
0: jellyfish <laughs> we'll see who beats uh who uh wins first youtube or instagram that is
1: so usually his
0: instagram is pretty good at this capturing Our, yep.
1: um, i'll say joe but be careful though because you, you will get sucked into a dark hole if you watch all these videos, because then what happens is, is that it starts with jellyfish right. and then all of a sudden it gets into sea creatures, sea monsters, and then it gets into the depths of, of the world. And then three hours later, you haven't moved <laughs> and you've wasted your entire night. So just be careful. That's all I can say.
0: <laughs> awesome. Here's some more random questions. I haven't done this in a while on the podcast, but I think this might be the perfect fit. What is the best thing to have with cheese?
1: The best thing to have cheese. Yes. Oh, oh, what a great question. I'm loving these, these questions, keeping me on my toes. You've been good so far. This is, well, I'm a middle child, so we are trained for this, right? We are trained to stay on our toes. Um, all right. Okay. You're not going to expect this, but it's excellent. Are you ready? Go for it. Kahlua.
0: Kahlua. Never. Wow. I I thought you were going to say crackers or something. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, not crackers. Get the right type of cheese with just a little bit of honey so it's a little sweet and then have a have a side of Kahlua in your coffee and you're set.
0: That makes sense. Cool. Um,
1: no, it doesn't. That doesn't make sense at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you have your pancakes?
1: Uh, well, unfortunately, you can ask my boyfriend, Danny, um, which is a good friend of yours. Um,
0: Long time friend.
1: Unfortunately, I am. I am, I am a- obsessive with protein in the morning. I don't believe in a carb only diet. I just really don't. I'm just flat out against carb only diets in, I mean, carb only breakfasts in the morning. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So if it's a protein pancake, then I'll take it. But if it's not a protein pancake, then I won't, I won't even touch it in the morning.
0: Have you ever had Kodiak cakes?
1: Is that is that the one in that that gray grayish brown box? With, yes. Yes, I, I love that. Yes.
0: I, I believe they're protein pancakes. I they believe. are
1: protein pancakes, yeah. and I'll do a protein pancake um, with an egg and very very little syrup because I don't believe in sugar in the morning either. Um, yeah, I don't believe in sugar or carbs for breakfast. I just it's just against my beliefs. It's, I only believe in heavy protein, and if you have to do sugar, then you can do fruit. That's it.
0: And are you a dog or a cat person?
1: I used to only be a dog person. And then about a year and a half ago, I went to a Halloween party dressed up as a disco ball. And I had, I wasn't drunk, but I was under the influence and went downstairs to the backyard of the house party under the influence. And there was a stray kitten that smelled like trash bags, like, like truly disgusting, bloody paws, blood all up its paws and so skinny, so skinny with like ribs hanging out or you know coming out. And because I was under the influence, I said, I must be its savior. So I scooped it up as a disco ball, got into an Uber, brought it home. The next day I woke up and I was like, what did I just do? and so now i have a cat i I have a cat and i i hate to say it but if i was sober i would have scooped it up and i would take it i don't worry i would have taken it to an animal shelter okay but because i was under the influence i scooped it up i took it home with me and it it it, a year and a half later it's still it's still it's still my own so all that to say i've become a cat person because i am it's savior (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Because one moment on Halloween night. Awesome. One
1: moment on Halloween night, dressed up as a disco ball.
0: Adelaide Freeman. Adelaide, do you know that is a name, a city in Australia?
1: Pat, you are so good. You are so good. Yep. Um, my dad lived in Adelaide, Australia for two years. Oh, that's why. So that's where he ended up getting the name um, was, you know, the city in Australia. And I like to say that the city was um, the city was named after me. Not I was named after the city.
0: So you don't meet too many Adelaides around.
1: Not really. Not really. Oh, hey,
0: that's great. You're unique.
1: <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you saying that.
0: Adelaide, so what is the best way to reach you online?
1: You know, I would say the best way is uh, you can you can <laughs> you can slide into my DMs if you want um, at Twilo, T-W-I-L-L-O underscore brand influencers on Instagram, or you can just email me if you want, Adelaide, spelled exactly like the city in Australia, at twilloevents.com. So Twillo, like T as in Tom, T-W-I-L-L-O events.com.
0: Twillow, not Twilio, Twillow, uh, t- w-i- t- w-i- <laughs> I got used to it. Cause I, I actually used that platform a couple of years ago. I haven't used it since. And it was like the only text messaging services in the world, but now there's like hundreds of them. So <laughs> thank God for that. Right.
1: Funny. Right. Too funny. Well, I just really appreciate you letting me, uh, come on board and come on your show. This has been awesome.
0: Yeah. It was awesome to learn a lot, uh, a lot of enthusiasm. And I hope that people out there that want to take their next step, their business their next level contact you. And because everything's like, I mean, well, everything's internet, you know, everything revolves around the internet, Instagram, YouTube. If you're not on it, it feels like you're not in the game. That's what it feels like.
1: Seriously. Amen to that. Right. So
0: you got to get in it. If you're not in it, Hey, It's not too late. I've seen people start today. I started, you know, a a couple months ago and they're skyrocketing. So it's never too late. Anyways, Adelaide, thanks for coming on to the Sleon Productions podcast.
1: I really appreciate you. Have a wonderful rest of your evening and go pick up some Kahlua and cheese. You will not, you will not regret it.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much. (laughs)